Welcome everybody to the Funny Scad Work. I am Nate, and this is the show where we talk about the news, pop culture, whatever else is on our mind. And when I say we, I'm talking about my friend, Singular. <laughs> he is the treetop lover. Uh, he is the soul of Motown. We're glad to have him back. He is my close personal friend, one of the guys who's been here from the beginning. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dino. I got your play, your walk-up music here is not loading correctly because everything's going right today. Oh, nice. 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 Yes. That's those are classic. That's a classic tune. I was thinking about that tune as I was. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it'll be it'll be uh, the '68 Tigers will come back around again and win the World Series in 2068 when I'm almost dead. <laughs> it'll be a great time for everybody. I'll be 88 <laughs> years old. 88 years young. 88 years. Old. Hey, what a time to be. You know, you'll take the teleporter or you'll watch it from your hollow television, which produces yep. a hollow. It'll, it'll get beamed directly into my neurons, and I'll be standing in the middle of center field. Yeah, but really, you'll be at your desk at work because that's the economy that we live in. Yep. <laughs> I'm taking the, the afternoon off to watch my tigers. Also, you sound like the grandpa from Rugrats. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I, I, I either sound like the grandpa from, or like Bill Cosby for some reason, doing an old person voice. Tommy, the, you and the boys are going to have lots of fun today. <laughs> uh, so, I want to talk about some things. Uh, okay. So, um, well, if everybody, uh, if, you, if you've decided to, to fire up the old Victrola... Uh, we are uh, doing an audio show uh, due to the fact yep. that um, Facebook was not allowing me to start a live. So, you're welcome, Facebook. Yep. Yeah, so. So, luckily Mark we're going to Zuckerberg, we got zucked. We got we, zucked again. You just got zucked. Um, now, the. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a huge pain in the ass. But uh, the link for SoundCloud will be coming up very soon. Um, and so we'll make sure to uh, post that on the page. And we're going to be posting that here tonight, uh, right after this show. I'll do some quick editing, and then zip, zip, zip. And then we'll be right on. And then you'll just be like, zip, zip, zip. Ching, ching, we're done. But uh, actually, I think right now I'm just going to patch right into uh, Zuckerberg's office, and here we are. As this... There we nah. go. <laughs> All those guys over at Congress. Uh, I saw a tweet uh, <laughs> just um, just the other day that made me laugh really loud. Or loud. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> really hard. Uh, it was... Um, yeah, Twitter says you can only have 120 characters. Well, obviously, they're not looking at my timeline. <laughs> Wackity schmackity do. Uh, I was like, nailed it, dude. Way to fucking go. <laughs> People I should follow is right. Um, now, Dino, let me let me ask you here, because uh, the... Um, 
the the guy the guy the Joker movie has been has been all the rage. Everybody's talking about it. Uh-huh. And you've mm-hmm. been off the show for a couple weeks. And what are what is your take on the Joker movie? I haven't seen it, so I don't want to comment on it too much because I don't like doing that about stuff I have not actually seen. However, from everything I have seen with the trailers and what have you, it just looks like King of Comedy, but with a clown makeup. Yes! (laughs) I, uh... Dude, like, the first person who was not me to say that this looks like the king of comedy, I was like, nice, good. And then, like, more and more people started saying it, and I was just like, huh, maybe I'll just go rent the king of comedy. Oh, but, you know, there are a lot more grisly murders in this than in king of comedy. So if you oh, said sure. to yourself, if you said to yourself <laughs> when you were watching the the classic Martin Scorsese film... The King of Comedy. If you said to yourself while you're watching... Yeah, you, you know what this taut and psychologically thrilling black comedy needs is more murders. Yeah, if those words crossed your lips, well, guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> Strap in! It's here! <laughs> the, uh, the Joker movie is out, baby! And, um, apparently... Jerry Leto is not a fan. This was supposed to be well, his yeah. movie. This was supposed to be his movie. And, uh... But that's what you get well, from it's him. Like, like dumb joker. I, I, would, I would really like... I would really like... And this is just a personal request for me to Hollywood... Hollyweird USA... Just give me a five-year moratorium on doing Batman stuff. <laughs> yeah. God. That'd be nice. Unless, of course, you all There's just do... so much Batman stuff. Unless you all but all of it has different... like An origin story of King Tut. Yes. If you're going to do Batman, do 60s Batman. It's the, be- it's the best Batman. Because it best. knows it's stupid. It just revels in it. It's the funnest Batman. Easily. If you don't like having fun, you know, then what are you even doing? Why are you even making the movies? Why are you in the picture business? Um, yeah, I was, uh, you know, like, again, I also have not seen The Joker. But I just say to myself, I say, why? <laughs> why Why did he need an origin story? Why did yeah, it have to be I, so dark? Like, why? not... So many whys. Not... Not everything needs an origin story. Like, it's okay to leave a little bit, like, I hate to do, like, the J.J. Abrams mystery box thing, but it's okay to have a little bit of unanswered questions. Because if you make the questions central to the show, or movie or whatever, then you have to answer them. But if you don't make the origin central, you don't, no one gives a shit. Like, I... The Joker has not had a definitive origin in comics. There isn't one. You know what everybody thinks about comics, Joker? He rules. <laughs> yes, yes. Incels across this great nation of ours has have the have his have his likeness plastered all over the room in their parents' house that they call home. 
Uh, yes, and like you don't you don't have to just not everything needs a montage. Teach you like I, I don't care, I don't know, I don't care where a character got good at a thing. I don't need a training montage all the time. I don't need an origin story of a crazy villain. It's enough for me to know that they're a crazy villain. Yeah, I don't like because uh, Dad died and he's sad. You know. <laughs> Yeah, like I just it's it's fine. It's fine. You don't and the other thing, you don't have to give a villain a tragic backstory to make them empathetic. You can do that with a little little trick called writing. (laughs) Next time try acting. Uh, but uh hold on, my ride's here. Cause like cause like with Thanos in the first in the first of the two big Thanos movies, he was well-written to the point where you got where he was coming from, understood his viewpoint. His viewpoint made sense. He was just a murderous asshole about his viewpoint. Now, that, that was in um, Thanos and that's, Louise. That's, so, you, you just... Yeah. Yes. Yes. And he and Louise and drove off, off a cliff in a Cadillac convertible, and then that right into the Louise Endgame. Right. Yes. That's what I, I... I thought so. I mean, I'm not the cinema... But you don't... You, you can just... You can just correctly and... Yes. You can just correctly write a movie and make the characters good, and you don't have to explain every, any detail. But when you make... The opposite of the coin is, when you make a thing all about mystery, then you have to pay the mysteries off. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know that's. Uh, I don't know. I I just think that yeah, I think that is a problem. the lot the lost principle. When you make everything a mystery, you got to pay the mysteries off. Yeah, I think I think we've gone. That's where we've gone with movies. I think that's why I haven't really enjoyed uh, any movie. Like every suspenseful movie that comes out now, it looks like there has to be like like he's just misunderstood as a villain. It's like why can't he just be crazy? Whatever happened to just being crazy? Well, <clears throat> it actually makes, like, I think if you write a character well enough and you make their intentions just just enough off-center that you could see how you yourself could get to that point, that's what makes them super-de-duper scary. Well, I guess that's true, too. I guess, you know... The plausibility. But like, you, but like, but I, I also don't need like the origin story of how they got that viewpoint. You just right. gotta let me know that that's their viewpoint. Right. Yeah, I because I guess that's what I, I've always found so terrifying about the ghost face scream mask idea is because the idea behind that character, that that monster, if you will, is that. It literally can be anybody, because it was the, you know it was revealed at the end yes. of the movie. It wasn't just one kid, or one you know it wasn't just one person in the town. It was two. It was two people, and they're going around killing people, and um, people, people who kill people. Who kill people? I um. But yeah, that's why I find that's what I found so disturbing about it. That's what uh. D. Snyder did with um, his Captain Howdy movie. 
where like uh, he made this horror movie where this like crazy guy would um, would like tattoo people like kidnap them and tattoo them or give them like really bizarre piercings but he didn't kill them and he's like that you know because that's what makes it more scary is because in a movie like they meet like Freddy Krueger and then they die they meet Jason and they die they meet Captain Howdy and you know they live but now they're they're living with this disfigurement and uh, and I was like well that is terrifying you know like Human Centipede you know <laughs> that movie yeah you know, that's uh what's really scary about that one is the one ideally where you have to eat butt that's the scariest part yeah because I mean if you yeah, win, being yeah, human centipede being a human centipede would be terrible but if you're the head it's not it could be worse. Yeah, yeah, it's that great. Yeah, um, no. Yeah, it's not. It's, uh... <laughs> I mean, you know, like, honestly, if, if somebody said, like, hey, would you ever want to be a human centipede? I wouldn't jump and be like, yes! But, uh, I'd be like, well, if I have to, I guess I'll be... <laughs> what a... You know what, we're going to just... Can I at least be the front... So, yeah, that's the that's the bailout. That's our bailout noise. Predator. He tells us to get to the chopper. I uh, this is my pat on the back award. You know, you know that this happened. Uh, I mentioned it in the production thread. Um, I did not read uh, an art a news feature that came up uh, from different sources. It was kind of on the routers, you know. And um, and I'm proud of myself because you think to yourself, how bad can... Because it was one of those stories where you're just like, what can you really say? And there, uh, the story is that always um, hygiene product, because they're actually trying to get away from... They're taking the Venus logo off of their hygiene products. Okay, so like always feminine hygiene stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, because they want you be, they want to be, they really, you know, we're moving to a world where, you know, it's not just literally women who use uh, the hygiene products. So it's, you know, they want to be more open to the trans uh, community. And I was like, oh, hey, you know, whatever. Teach their own. Yeah, it, it, they didn't change the formula. They just changed the packaging. It's yeah. the same thing, and it still is the same brand. It says always. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, it just does, and it probably even says, it probably even still says feminine hygiene product on it someplace. Oh, I'm sure it does, maybe, you know. But my thing um, was that, uh, like, I was like, you know, there's lots of comments on the first article I saw. And I was like, well, what are they, you know, what can you, like, who cares? This doesn't affect me. It didn't affect it, me before. It doesn't really affect anybody. Yeah, it, you know, and uh, so then, but then what stopped me was when I saw all the ha-has. 
Yeah. Uh, and I was like, wait a second. If people are haha on this, if I open up those comments, it's going to be stuff like, oh, I identify as a toaster. Yeah, you know, it's like all that bullshit. Used to be, used to be back in the good old days, before we had, when we still had two genders. Some poor unhappy woman would have to settle for my ugly dope ass. <laughs> now they don't have to do that because women have options, and that makes me angry. <laughs> that that is literally, if you boil down the sentiment of anybody who is against trans rights and feminism, that's what's at the bottom. Right, right, yeah, that's the. Sl- used to be back in the day, some poor lady would have to. Sl- would have to live with me for 40 years and hate her life in my guts. Now, now with this women's empowerment, I, I can't be, can't be just being, being an asshole and gas forever. Yep. Yeah. Women are choosing to be an old maid <laughs> rather than date me. Um, yeah. A, a, li- a life of solitude is better. A, a life of lonely, lonely solitude is better than even ten minutes with my stupid ass. <laughs> Living in a one-room apartment behind a meatpacking plant is is more appealing to some than being with me yes. for one iota of a moment. Yes. So I mean... repulsive am I. <laughs> I really enjoy... How self-aware he is. Yeah, just I, I'm I'm so virulently repugnant as a person. <laughs> and, but also, just like, just like that's it. Like, not not gonna change nothing. Just. Like... <laughs> no, in, in my daddy and granddaddy's day, some poor lady would have had to settle for me. I know it. You know it. We all know it. Now no one has to settle for me because it's the it's the 21st century and women can have jobs. Uh, and, uh... 30 years ago, I would have been someone, well, it beats dying alone option. <laughs> uh, we could just sit in a dirty kitchen and stare at each other over a bowl of oatmeal. Make it just sad yeah. as fuck. Um, yeah, so, yep. <laughs> but enough of, enough of that. Yeah, but no, that was, go, going back to your original point, before, before we just started dunking on incels, um, yeah, don't, just don't read the comments. That is, like, number one with a bullet, self-care in the digital age. Just don't read the comments. Just don't. I, excuse me. I've, you know, I've always, um, so you know, because like out of curiosity, I'm because sometimes it'll be like a story, and it'll have like thirty thousand comments, and I'll say to myself, I'll be like, "What can you possibly say about this story that need you know that could be negative?" And then they're like, "Why don't you have a seat? We'll show you." And then they do. Yeah. <laughs> why Why don't you have a seat? While I go off about Barack Hussein Obama. Yes, that's the big one. Most people forget his middle name's Hussein, but it's important. Yeah. (laughs) To this story, it is very necessary. I, um, yeah, I remember when I worked at the garbage factory, some uh, guy 
um, they were like, yeah, you know, when we took it in the ass during the Obama administration, you didn't hear me complain. And I was like, ah, you know. Um, (laughs) I bet we did. I bet bet people did. I bet things came up. (laughs) I doubt. I doubt you sat idly by and blindly followed. Uh, <laughs> said idly, but I'm just like, well, he is yeah, our well, president. he's our president, so we have to respect we it. Gotta follow him blindly, even though it is up for debate whether or not he's actually an American citizen. Um, just show me the long form birth certificate. That's all I'm saying. I'm a complete pud. I need to see the long form birth certificate because am, I'm an asshole. I'm not liked by anyone. It used to be women had to settle for me. We're, <laughs> we're, still, we're circling back. Uh, nice. That's a good one. <laughs> it came back. Oh, man. They're the same guys. That's the joke. It all ties in nicely. Yep, here's my mom asking me where the show is. But nope. <laughs> no, you'll get it here in audio form. So unfortunately, you don't get to participate. Uh... Yeah, it is a um, yeah. It's just it's bananas. It's uh, it's kooky crazy, and uh, pardon me. Now uh, I'm a little disappointed. Um, next Thursday after you know the day after tomorrow, um, or tomorrow rather, um, is a week from tomorrow is Halloween. And I don't think there we have received enough um, sexy costume ideas uh, on the internet. Yeah, it's it, it, there's there's a real dearth, a real I mean, a, a, there's a real lack. They, well, they started off strong, you know. You had your you had your sexy Mister Rogers, sexy college mom, uh, fraud person. You had uh, sexy uh, white claw. Uh, and then they were just like, that's it, that's all we got this year. Sex, sexy White Claw still boggles my mind. I just like... <laughs> and what I like about that one is uh, it's just a tube top and then uh, leggings corresponding to the matching White Claw color. Right, and... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, Yeah, it's like... And what are you supposed to be? You, you can try claw. a little harder. <laughs> I, I'm a white claw. Look at me. So yes, it is. Uh, it's good time humor laughs. Um, but uh, it's you know, very funny. <laughs> it's funny because they have they are dressing sexy for Halloween's. Now, uh, are you t- you're, you're taking uh, the the little the little Chaz to um trunk or treat i hear or we did that tonight actually for pre-show we were uh we were yes yes and uh, there were uh some kids had some really freaking adorable costumes this year i gotta i gotta say i was i was very normally like the 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 i like a weird homemade costume way more than a store-bought one oh sure but 
there were some kids in these little droopy drawer Mickey Mouse like onesie dealies that were just the cutest damn thing you ever saw. Yeah, those uh, I saw those at the Halloween Spirit Store. Uh, hold on, my I, I might explain to my mom so she doesn't get nervous. Uh, Give me one second. I gotta go get a bottle of whiskey out of my cupboard. <laughs> All right. So uh, yes, uh, while Dino is away, I'm just gonna remind everybody. Uh, while Eddie is off tonight, uh, apparently my version of Facebook doesn't have that share screen that Eddie's does, who is our regular um, audio-visual guy. So I am uh, doing the audio tonight, uh, and we're here. It's just Dino and I. Maggie is also off this evening. We're doing a good old two-man, a two-man uh, you know, and uh, a tumen cumin is what we call it. Never, yep. we've never called it that. It's... And when you're when you're making a nice spicy chili, you need that tumen cumin. <laughs> the tumen cumin. <laughs> That's where you double fist into the. <laughs> yep, and then and then you do you actually shit fire like yeah. real fire. Now some intelligence for your life, if you are uh, shaving, uh, which I know you don't do, Brandon, because you have a beard. But uh, when you're shaving... Well, I, sh- I shave my neck so I don't look super European. <laughs> uh, hold on. My, ne- my neck beard was so bad over the weekend that I, I look like I should have been riding a Vespa. <laughs> nice. We're holding a baguette. The, um, yes. <clears throat> but, uh... Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. There was, uh... Oh, yeah. Intelligence for your life. Cumin. All right, so if you're shaving and you end up getting a nick or a cut uh, and you don't have the old, uh, that weird pencil, you know. The styptic pencil that burns like white fire? Yes, which I, I, you know what, I still swear by them. I think they do a great job, and but boy, do they hurt. Uh, if you don't have that pencil, you, uh, you can reach for cumin and pat it on your cut, and it'll actually stop the bleeding, so... And bonus, you'll smell like a kick-ass burrito. Yeah, you'll smell you'll bring that you'll bring that south of the border scent to your face. <laughs> but it's uh yeah, it's a, that's a little tip for you. But come now, circling back to what you're saying about the droopy the droopy kid drawers, um, the uh, we were at the Halloween store and they had one of the of Donald Duck, and it was just this no. uh, just this like pillow with arm and leg goals for babies. And I was like, and that was like the first time probably ever that I was like, Oh, now I wish that we, our kids were still babies because we would have dressed them in this, especially Oliver with his, uh, with his well-known temper. Um, but, uh, but then it quickly that I saw a baby and I remembered how much they poop. And then I was like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm yeah, right. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm all right with my kids fending for themselves, making their own lunches and breakfasts. I'm okay. Yeah, we saw we saw we saw quite a few Paw Patrols. Uh, we saw quite a few uh, PJ masks. Oh yes. Um, saw quite a few just you know Power Ranger Ninja type little guys, uh, and one kid dressed as from it. I'm sorry, dressed as whom? Georgie, the kid that gets sucked into the sewer drain. 
Yeah. Georgie from It? Where he, he was wearing a... Yes, he was wearing a, a, a yellow slicker and had a big red balloon. And I thought, that is a great costume, because if you already had the slicker, it cost you, like, the cost of a balloon, and <laughs> yeah, it's a it kick-ass was, costume. It was literally a dollar from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is uh, a good job, parents. You know? And then also, it's like, oh, what are you supposed to I'm a sailor. You know, uh, whatever, I'm this, you know. Oh, forgive my yawning. I uh, I had a I had a hard time sleeping last night. I was real excited. Uh, I had a private event today at the comedy project uh, where I played make 'em ups uh, and uh, doing the make 'em ups. And the the event was at um, like one thirty. And so I had the day off today, but I was so excited about going and doing the show that I couldn't sleep very well. And now I'm tired as an old, old man. Uh, but it's fun. I just, yes. I really, I love, uh, I love doing the improv and everything like that. I mean, we talked, we've talked about it a lot on the show a lot here this season, but um, uh, right now there is talk about doing a show called The Roast of Santa Claus. And... Oh man, that sounds rad! <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I want to be like, okay, I'm gonna be in it. That's not question. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know who I am? I'm like the only guy here who's clocked more hours of watching roasts than anyone uh, on the cast. And uh, yeah, it was so. It's gonna be. It's going to be lit. I really hope it takes off because he's like, yeah, you know, we got to find people who will be willing to do it. And I'm like, who wouldn't want to do this? This is this is too big. This is too big to fail. I must have it. So uh, look for that this December, the roast of Santa Claus. I, I want to oh. play. I'd like to play the bench on the bench. Uh, oh, well. that'd be really good. <laughs> Is uh, you're really good because your uh, uh, what what was your uh, my character? Five yeah, it, is it, it? Yeah, Foivish. Foivish Melvoin. Foivish Melvoin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, it's just him. <laughs> and uh, then you, who, who really is just Don Rickles. I mean, it's uh, it's who I patterned myself after, but uh, he's dead. So, what's he gonna do? <laughs> like that's how I'm it a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have filth. So thank you for that. <laughs> so good, so good, so fucking good. Uh, now yeah, the uh, the for for listeners that don't know, for my thirtieth birthday nine fucking years ago, we did a roast. <laughs> um, we did a roast for me. My wife put put the whole thing on, and it was great. And Nate, unfortunately, had car, massive, massive car issues and could not be, attend. And, and I had the, the fucking... And laryngitis. <laughs> like, it was yes. like, like, it was like... It was, it was, was like, a bad, oh, bad time. Sure, you can use our car, because I know how much, is, how much you want to go to this. So I was like, perfect. All right, back on, man. And then it was like... <laughs> it was like, all right, God doesn't want me to go. Got it. Got it. 
done. But yes, you know, you had a great time though. You had a had a lot of fun. We did. We had a really good time. Um, I had I had the fucking choicest joke for you, because uh, Nate's uh, most of my east side of the state friends, uh, like uh, like they all know Nate, but like we, there's not a lot of cross pollination where we all hang out. So my joke was, Nate, you're like William Pitt the Younger, and in that, I'm the only person here who knows anything about you. <laughs> nice, nice, yes. I, uh, yeah. I, you know, don't worry, I don't know who the fuck I am either. And uh, that was going to be my opener. Um, I made sure to swear a lot, because your parents were there. And yes. They love it. Well, d- d- during the course of a 45-minute roast, I drank about three quarters of a bottle of crown royal so by the time i got to get up and do like the roast to everybody i was shit paced <laughs> just yeah well you're dumb why don't you shut up here's a ro- here's a roast get away just uh, that's not how we that do. actually would have been super hilarious if that's what it, it, like if that was a bit yes yeah just just miserable miserable bitter drunkenness but uh speaking of drinking let's talk about the multiverse's number one party game hey what you drinking it is perfect for kids age above 92 under one above 92 are ineligible if you can't read write or speak human basic which is uk or american english you need not apply so dino I think I'll pick you. Uh, hey, okay. <laughs> what you drinking? Now, for for the future, you should get the Wedding March to play because I'm drinking everyone's favorite wedding whiskey, Canadian oh, Club. Oh, Canadian Club, yes, my God, that is the that is the. Now you're mixing it just to to authenticate it. You're mixing it with a delicious, lukewarm Pepsi. And uh, yeah, that actually is not mixing. <laughs> With a liter bottle of a a lukewarm bottle of what? Pepsi Zero. Pepsi Zero. It's All right. Pepsi. Yes. yes. Oh. Pepsi Zero. Because if you mix alcohol with diet pop, it gets you drunk faster. It'll get you drunk. Uh, remember that? Remember that sketch? Yeah. Uh. Uncle Jemima's corn mash liquor, I believe. No, that one is Samuel Jackson. Uh, Samuel Jackson uh, beer. Remember oh, that? you're right. Yes. <laughs> it. This is how I talk. Oh man. So um, now, Dino, I'm going to ask you this. You now you have a Google Mini, right? Is that what you have at your house? Don't you have the Google Mini? Or do you have the no. Alexa? Do you have the Alexa? We don't have we don't have those. Is it because Big Brother is listening? Uh, no, it's just because neither Chris nor I really want one. Mm. Mm. A, a little of it is Big Brother's brothers listening because, like, I get so many targeted ads and a lot of them weird me out. Like. I'll, I'll say to myself, with my phone not near me, because most of the time when I'm at work, I just leave my phone on my desk because it's uh, Bluetooth in my office stereo. So I'll get the coffee pot, which is literally 150 feet away. 
and I'll say, yeah, I got to go to the hardware store or whatever, and, you know, I got to get a copy of a key made. And then, like, suggested for you in Facebook, it, you know, Bill's hardware store specializing in key copies. And I'm like, the fuck, man? <laughs> so I don't want to invite that into... I was so far away. How did you hear that? Yeah, I um, I'm very pro targeted ads, uh, which uh, that's why it's a delight for me when I go to some place that you know just has regular old cable, and I get to see all those ads for uh, miso themiola, <laughs> uh, yeah. in the heat of the night. Uh, because <laughs> I don't, yeah, it doesn't come up on my timeline. I don't have like a all that stuff, but however, you know, uh, they'll be like, oh, you like uh, camp shirts, eh? Well, here's one that is adorned in uh, tiny Ric Flares. And I'm like, oh, that is great. And they're like, sure, it's $70. And then I'm like, well, now it's not great at all. Yeah, it's not good ever. <laughs> $70? What's it made out of? Like, pixie skin? I mean, like... How can you justify 70 bucks for a shirt that's ugly? Like, I know my kids' yes. shirts are ugly. Like, I have a shirt that has pink flamingos all over it. I don't wear that go to where it's like, oh, hey, uh, I'm going to go meet uh, Governor Whitmire today. Uh, I should uh, I should make sure that I have on my shirt with pink flamingos on it. But anyway, it is uh, – so you're drinking Canadian Club – and good old Pepsi yep. Zero. Pepsi Zero, because they changed the Diet Coke formula, they changed the Diet Pepsi formula, and the Coke Zero formula. So when they change Pepsi Zero, I'm just going to drink water. Now, they brought back, actually, the original Pepsi formula because the aspartame free. Oh, I know. Uh, For a minute. They brought, back, they brought back Diet Pepsi Classic. And then they got rid of it and just stuck with the aspartame three yeah. or whatever is the regular Pepsi formula. And now no one gives. And like I'll still drink Diet Pepsi, but that like original Diet Pepsi when I first started when I first went Diet Pop, I drank exclusively Coke Zero because yeah. it was really good. Yeah. Uh, and then they formula make it taste more like regular Coke. Which is fine, but I liked the regular Coke Zero because that's what I was used to. So I switched to Diet Pepsi and really liked it for a while. And then three months later, they canceled that formula. And so, like, the fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. So that's why that's I stuck on Pepsi Zero. Yes. That is, um... That's so true. I mean, yeah, they really have fucked around with a lot of formula. I think that's part of the reason that I've gravitated and hang out so much with uh, ginger ale. Yeah, dude. Diet <laughs> ginger ale is usually really good, and they have they don't fuck with the formula. Yeah. I mean, Diet Burners, Diet Canada Dry, which, by the way, in PS, that's what I'm drinking tonight, Diet Canada Dry. I was just I about to ask. Sorry. That's all right. No, but I mean, I figured it was a perfect placement for it. The... Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, I don't have to find, like take a sip and be like, oh, they've uh, updated it. Oh, it's new. It's new flavor. 
Werner's and Canada Dry have tasted the same since I was a kid. So, I'll yeah, I'm I'm actually very excited because the gas station right by my work carries Schweppes ginger ale. Oh yeah, see, which no one fucking has Schweppes ginger ale. Let alone diet. So the couple of times a week. Well, they don't have diet Schweppes, but I, I will. I will drink a twenty ounce of you know heavy of of regular soda <laughs> once or twice a week. And so, like my treat is either my treat to myself is usually either uh, Mr. Pib if I can find it or Schweppes Ooh, ginger ale. The Pib, the Pibmeister, Pibatola, and uh, I do. I do love a good Pib. I that's uh, the Pizza Ranch. Uh, carries the pib on tap, and oh. also fountain pib, yeah, mm. yeah, and so does the mm. checkers uh, that is here in Holland. And so the, when we when we remember that checkers exists, uh, then we then I'll get sometimes I'll treat myself and get a pib. But generally speaking, yes, yeah, I do yeah, drink regular soda. Me either. It's a lot of sugar. Um, the, the, uh, the movie theater we go to, uh, when we infrequently visit movies (laughs) has them space age, has them space age Coke machines and they have Pib Zero in them. Yes. You're lucky to stumble upon that guy. Um, now, but you, now are you buying, are you going to go see it? The, the the December release of your Star Wars Episode Nine. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go see it. I'm trepidatious because it looks like they're just like, hey, Star Wars is pretty great, right? It looks like that's the plot of the movie, which annoys me because <laughs> like I just yeah, I already <laughs> like Star Wars. I'm I'm going to see the movie. I, like I already you don't have to tell me how cool Star Wars is. I've been there all along. I have two. I have two Star Wars tattoos. Like I'm already in. Just yeah. make a good Star Wars movie. That's how I felt about Toy Story Four. Quite frankly, it was like, hey. And see, I haven't good. seen. I haven't seen yet. Oh really? Oh, that surprises me. I haven't seen it yet. Well, hurry up. This summer it. was real busy. Oh yeah, that's the right. This summer was very busy because I uh I had to work. I don't know. Like six weeks or five weeks of twelve-hour midnights—that was pretty brutal. Yeah, was, yeah, you you had, you didn't really have much of a summer this summer. You were, no, uh, I didn't. Uh, I, we're we're just now getting out of the busy shit at work, and it's Halloween. Yeah, it's Halloween. Um, the uh, but yeah, so we got that big movie is coming up. That's the the I think that's going to be. Like, I don't even know if they're going to bother put out other movies. <laughs> like, like, it's no. going uh, to kind of have a juggernaut. Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, I've kind of, like, I walked away from it. I didn't walk away from it in an incel way where it was just like, Yeah, girl, leading a black fella <laughs> who's not Lando. A roly poly droid. Meh. I wanted. Yeah, to... I, I like. I, I'm I'm one of the bigger Star Wars fans. I'm definitely a big Star Wars fan on on this show for sure. Uh, oh, and I'm I'm imagine. a rather huge Star Wars fan. I'm a rather huge Star Wars fan 
period. And even I'm like, you know, it's getting a little oversaturated here, fellas. Uh-huh. It's getting a little oversaturated. We can, we can probably pull that back 25% and everybody will be fine with it. Yeah, I think they're doing a, a movie called Moss Eisley Royale. Uh, which... <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually, now you bring that up, and despite the fact that I didn't really like Rogue One that much, um, you bring that up, I would love to see, see like, on Disney+, Plus. I would like to see them do something like that, where it's, like, rebel espionage. Yeah. Well, I'd be super into that. I'd be super into that as, like, a ten-episode, a ten-one-hour episode series, and then just ends. That's it. Yeah, that would be, I mean, it wouldn't be bad. I, I mean, I said it out loud as a joke, but honestly, I'd watch it. And speaking of, now, are you, who is your uh, telephone provider? Do you use uh, T-Mobile. T-Mobile. I use T-Mobile. Okay, see, now, I use Verizon, and as a Verizon customer, I can now get, uh, for the launch, they are giving all Verizon customers a free year of Disney+. Plus. That is bananas. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, It's just going to be me just streaming... Hercules and Aladdin back to back just for a year. I'm just going to order yeah. or yeah. all of all of my Disney favorites and I uh, also maybe check out some of that Nat Geo stuff, especially if they do something about my favorite animal in the world, the bear. Maybe they'll talk about how they get to sleep so well. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, like I'm actually, I really hope on Disney Plus they do all the fucking weird Disney movies from the '70s, like Escape from Witch Mountain. Oh yeah, they got. I mean, like not 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 the re- reboot with the Rock, the first. No, no, one. no. Yeah, yes, I want to see like Treasure Island. Like there's movies that were in the white cases at the video store. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like that. What was it? That so and so and the little people. Where it had the the leprechauns and the banshee, and yeah, that's what I want. That's what I need. Yep. And I also would really, really like. Like I don't know how extensive the backlog is going to be, but like the all, all the goofy sports cartoons are going to be on it, and I'm super fucking jazzed oh, that about that. Or driving. The only way that could be better is if they said if uh, there is some way to do that, but get to watch the Tex Avery's. I could sit oh, down man. and watch every <clears throat> every blank of tomorrow Tex Avery cartoon. That would be. <laughs> and 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 here here's the thing for the mother-in-law, and it's just death traps. <laughs> just death traps. It's a thing of molten lava, a bottle of poison. Uh, that was the mother-in-law's yes. medicine cabinet. That's what I love. <laughs> yep, yeah, and it was it just it just it was, it was all bubbling green vats of poison. <laughs> Uh, oh, Tex Avery. Sit down and break out the Ouija board and be like, what was so bad? <laughs> uh, I uh, Now, hey, let me ask you this. Now, you have a mother-in-law who's actually quite palatable. She's, she's, as far as mother-in-laws go, you're pretty oh, my, out. Uh, Chris's, Chris's parents, like, I hit, the, I hit the in-law jackpot. Chris's parents are the fucking best. Yeah, just wonderful people. I've enjoyed them. All the time. Now, I heard today somebody referred to 
their mother-in-law, like in their circle of friends, they call all mother-in-laws Millie, M-I-L, like a like a Millie, and I was like, that's fucking brilliant. If you didn't get along with your mother-in-law, I don't like <clears throat> no, if you didn't, you know. Oh, if, yeah. No, if, so if you wanted to talk some smack about the mother-in-law, you bring you ah the Millie, but. Uh, you you've lucked out because uh, I mean honestly, just uh, I have nothing bad to say about Chris's parents. Uh, they are, they were every time I've met them, they've been an absolute delight. So um, yeah, now that I bring up that segment, it fell flat because you actually have nice in laws. Eh. So <laughs> boo, get to the chopper. Uh, you son of a bitch. And. Uh, yeah, so the, uh, where are we at? We're at 9.30. Yeah, we're, still, we're, running, we're running nicely. Now, um, Dino, you uh, just recently moved over to the Ultimate. So you have the streaming. Yes, I, got, I, got, I actually did that on Monday. I did that on my birthday. Ah, a little birthday to you, by the way. Yes, happy birthday, Dino. We didn't do the birthday club because... Uh, I'm yep. Horrible. Thank you. I uh, <laughs> I turned seventy six this year. Seventy six years old. Yep. Seventy six. In years, spirit. Yeah. Got uh, got fired from the match game because you're too old to host. So the um, now so for your birthday, so you're very excited about the game pass, you know, because now you have you had Yeah, I, I I didn't realize what like the whole deal with it was, and Nate and Ed have been plugging it forever. So I signed up for it and. Until March, I got the whole thing for a fucking dollar. Yeah. Because I had an active gold membership. And had I known that, I would have signed up ages ago because my gold membership ran from February to February. Right. Right. It is, uh, and really, uh, when you look at it, once even when it, once it rolls over, it's not much more to keep it going with uh, the Game Pass. And, no, it's uh, 15 bucks a month, which you get access to, like, 350 games. Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing. <laughs> like, uh, again, Tecmo Super Bowl is on there, and I'm really excited. Oh. This, this Friday, they release Outer Worlds onto it. Um, my my oldest son, Doc, and I are very excited about it. Uh, as we've been, uh, we've been playing New Vegas together, um, but then we just kind of left it in the lurch. I was... I went back to playing my cowboy game, and he went back to playing Minecraft. So, yeah, I've been uh, I've been really on the Dragon Quest Eleven this week. Chris got it for me for my birthday, uh, and it is like a love letter to the Dragon Quest games, and also very good at the oh, same time. It's it's really great. Is that on the Switch? Because you also have a Switch. Yeah, that's that's on the Switch. Because the Switch, the Switch is on your list I uh I you know my kids uh I had to make out their Christmas list and um <laughs> and I was like you know they keep saying how they want they want computers they want faster computers to do all the stuff that they want to do they need more RAM and uh <laughs> so I was like alright I want you to make a Christmas list and don't put gaming PC on the Christmas list <laughs> so I got from uh, Oliver um, on his he would like a treadmill and was number one on the list and then a few spaces down was a Nintendo um, Switch Lite 
So if you're gonna get a switch though, just get the one that docks. Yeah, I also am not gonna get a switch because I have two Xbox Ones, and they argue over those now. Like I'm not going. Yeah. To, I'm not. I was like, no. The we're in an Xbox house. The the end. Right. The 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 bitching thing about the Switch though is I think I paid twenty four bucks for the year, and I have access to I want to say forty classic NES games plus a bunch of remixes of those games where they're more challenging or different, and thirty SNES games same situation yeah. with some remixes and some and that's really great. Plus the new Zelda game is amazing. Um, um, that's uh, that's called Backyard Brewery. Is that what? Is that what it was? The, the new Zelda game, Zelda Backyard Brewery. Yeah. What was it? It sounds like it sounds like. No, something... Breath of the Wild. Yes. <laughs> it made me think like Breath of the Wild. Oh, because you call it like BTW. BOTW. BOTW, and it, it was like for something that acronym for some reason made me think of Founders Brewery all the time. I can see it. And I can I see just, it. I was just like, ah, what is, what is... I was like, what is that? Is that that new breakfast beer? The one with the maple? So, yeah, speaking of that, I, I wanted to ask your opinion on this. Uh, I am... Uh, on Saturday, I'm going with Chris's brother, Ray Ray. Uh, he and I are going to go do some tailgating and go to Michigan versus Notre Dame. Um, under the lights. What? Really? That surprises me. Yeah, well, Chris's folks are season ticket holders for Michigan. Oh, no, no, that so, I know, but, but Ray Ray doesn't seem like somebody who enjoys going out into the tailgating. That's, that's what's uh, he, he He wanted to get there an hour before game time, and I told him, we're going to have to get there bare minimum three, so we might as well have some beers and sandwiches while we're there. Okay. Um. So, he's sort of a beer novice, uh-huh. but he doesn't like IPAs. So, what sort of fancy beer should <laughs> I bring for a tailgate novice? Uh, blondes. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Um, or, um, what's that one? Um, oh, <laughs> I think or um, a fruity beer wouldn't be bad, like a mango. Yeah, I, w- I was I was I was thinking about getting like a uh, uh, rabbits. That's pretty neutral. It's not Very, su- uh, yeah, hoppy but not piney. Smooth, easy. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go with like coconut brown. Um, I mean, if you're, if you, yeah, that would be the, that'd probably be the safest one, because um, even like, uh, Widowmaker and stuff, man, that stuff can get pretty bitter. Like that'll bite you back. Yeah, because I, I, like, I, because I, I don't want to do them dirty and like just bring like a six pack of old, like old dirty bastard or something or something <laughs> where he wakes up feeling like dog shit the next day. Right. Yeah. Because like, unless you have practice drinking Scotch ale, if. You, if you drink three of them, you will feel like dog shit the next day. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think I think Grand Ra- Grand Rabbits would be a good one. Um, now, 
remember, I, I said, uh, Dino, in the picture today, uh, there's a bar across the street from the Comedy Project. Well, there's two bars. There's the Mitten Brewery. I, I can't say brewery. It always comes out brewy. Uh, Mitten Brewery. Um, I should try to do uh, try to do an accent when I say it, because my wife loves it when I do that. The um, And there's Long Road Distillery. Long Road makes is cocktails. They make their own spirits, um, all of them. Like bur- they they make a peanut butter bourbon, um, and uh, they do so- they do one. It's called Trail Mix, which is their peanut butter bourbon with a shot glass full of M and M's uh, for your for your trail mix. So you drink your bourbon. And you Ash- yeah. You eat some M and M's in a yeah. shot glass after work. Well, no, you you have them like to sprinkle into your hand, and you pop some while you're eating. Well, you you know you take oh. some of your bourbon. You don't shoot the M and M's. You but it's just it's how it's served. But um yeah, they had the Chet Lemongrass, which was a rye lager. Uh, and see, that sounds good as hell, and I would drink that. Plus, I love Chet Lemon. Yes, so. that's at the um. This is at the Mitten, where uh, I sent you know a picture before, where the Mitten is a um, baseball themed uh, bar. Oh. All of the taps are the handles of baseball bats, and they also had Sparkly Anderson, uh, which is a seltzer. It's a five percent lime seltzer, and that sounds good too. Here was what was surprising about that is my guard was up because I mean it's homemade, you know it's it's, it was their craft it was a craft brew seltzer, and I thought for sure what was going to happen is it was going to taste like seltzer water, and then when I'm driving home and I burp I was like oh lime, but it had that lime taste, um, that was actually it was it was a smoother. More delicious lime taste without being that weird creamy lime. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fully with you. Like <laughs> booze, booze that is lime flavored as opposed to booze that has lime juice in it. In it. Yes. They're very different experiences. Yeah, and this had a very lime juice. Like it was lime. Like, and it was just super smooth, super crisp. And uh, I drank two of them because I was like, you know what? Because uh, I was like, ah, oh, I gotta try this, and I was like, oh, that's great. And then there she was like, do you want another? And I was like, yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is an hour from my house. I have to be. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is very far. And then also it's just now. Been, yeah. Now, when you and your wife uh, come to, uh, I, I, we're hoping for. For my wife's 40th birthday next year. Yes. We're hoping you and your wife come and we get all tossed up and have a ton of fun. Yeah. Because it'll um, be uh, there is, right around my, my wife's 40th birthday. Right. And there is a place that's going that's within about a mile and a half of our new house called, are you ready for this? World of Beer. Whoa. They have 179 beers on tap and 700 different beers to try. Jeez. Well, so once around the world and then back to the house. 
Wait, that's not that's the song that never ends. <laughs> Whatever. And it's also sort of Spanish flea. <laughs> it was a it was a beautiful medley of a mel of melody. Well, yeah, I I figured we could do we, we could at least uh, go in there for a beer or two just so you could see how insane. Oh, yeah, I would probably I would go like deepest darkest Africa. I would be like, what is a beer here that ain't nobody ever seen? You know what I mean? I would yeah. just be like, where is this from? Outer Mongolia? Purchase. Yeah, and like, like two waiters have to pull a key out of their shirt and turn it at the same yes. time to unlock it. Yeah, I want I want some danky, crazy shit. Like, you know, some Italian beer that only, like, like assholes drink over there or something. I'm not, like, I've had several Italian beers. I don't think any of them are good. There, I said it. it Italy doesn't do beer good. Yeah, I uh, now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever had an Italian beer, and not really on my radar. But more well, like was, the, just to say I did it—that's really where that where right. that would come from. Because I've had Peroni, which is like the beer of Italy. It's like their Budweiser. I've had Peroni several times, and it is dog shit. <laughs> uh, now, and, you, and like... you, you know, you know who else doesn't do good beer? France. France has super shit beer. Cronenberg is garbage. You know, I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> it's not, uh, you know, France. It's, they drink wine all the time. What are they doing with beer? That's like an Eastern European thing. Like the Mediterranean. It's not like anybody ever talks about how like great Greek beer. I don't even know. I couldn't name a Greek beer. Gun to my head. Yeah. yeah. So I mean I think it's really I can I, I I can name like fifteen German beers right now. Yeah, and so I think I think it must be an Eastern European thing, like because like I mean like I, I could see there being a Czech beer, a good Russian beer. Oh, Czechoslovakian beer is Pilsner Urquell. It's really good. Yeah. See, but uh, you move over. You know, oh, and of course you know the English and the Scots. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, dude, uh, the Scotch ale, Scotch ale again. If like you had Scotch ale and you want to try it, get this, get the smallest one they'll give you. Yeah. Because <laughs> Scotch ale is usually nine percent and it tastes like honey, and oh. you'll wake up, you'll wake up three counties over with your pants down. <laughs> Let's take his pants off, see what he's working with. I uh, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, no, now I need to have that because. Nine percent. That's finally enough. Enough percents. Yeah, if you get low, you live out founder. Founder's old dirty badger, which is a scotch ale. I believe it's eight point six. That's light for a scotch ale. I don't. Um, I don't normally drink founders. I drink. Uh, I'll drink New Holland. I should see if New Holland has a scotch ale. Meh. We'll find out, or if not, I'll wait, and then I'll drink some when I go to a crazy place with all the beers, yep. house of beers. Um, world of beers. World it's of much beers. larger than house. It's yeah. a whole world. It's a whole world. Oh, and also, there is a Buddy's Pizza by our new condo. Hey, it's my birthday. Well, yeah, you guys are going to be over there talking about cross-stitching or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she can't hear. <laughs> no, nah, she can't. 
No, but yeah, there's a there's there's a Buddy's Pizza and it is dope. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I love Buddy's Pizza. We just got we got one in Grand Rapids a couple of years ago. Oh, speaking of, we're getting our uh, getting our Cheesecake Factory here November fifth. Nice. So, can't wait for that. Here's my thing. Now, have you you've been to a Cheesecake Factory? Yes? Yeah. How would yeah. you describe the portions of food at a Cheesecake Factory? Um, somewhere between enormous and ludicrous. Oh, see? Because that, that, like, I've had people tell me, they're like, oh, their portions are huge. But everyone who's told me is old. So I can't, I can't trust that because, you know, old people eat tiny food. You know what I mean? <laughs> last time, last time I went to a cheesecake factory was in Orlando. We went with some friends who lived down there. Uh, we couldn't think of anywhere else to go, so we were like, "Yeah, cheesecake factory. What the hell?" So I got a big, crazy gourmet pizza. It had uh, it had shawarma chicken, red onion, and figs on it, just because that sounded weird enough that I wanted to try it. Sure. And it was actually, and it was very good, but. The pizza was a one-serving pizza. It, it said it was a personal, which is what I got. It was the size of a medium pizza. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And I also Chris love got a ham. My wife got a hamburger that was no joke, seven inches across. Oh, okay. She just corrected me. She said she got shrimp, and there were twenty of them. Nice. <laughs> I, know, I tell you, my son, my, both my kids could eat. They could split. They could do that thing that my mother-in-law says every time we go to a restaurant. Let's. Just Why don't we just split it? Let's just split something. Uh, nope. Because <laughs> I want to eat all. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, now good. Now we can. Now we can have a confirmation from someone who also can eat food. Um, that the portions. No, their their portion sizes are bananas. Oh, now I'm very excited. Because like I I ate about a third of that pizza, took the rest back to our vacation, like uh, like our hotel room, put it in the fridge, and proceeded to eat it for the next three days. That was my breakfast for three days afterward. Mm. Mm. Swarm of pizza. It was uh, really good. It was wild. really good. You wouldn't think it'd be good, but it was delicious. Well, well, it, it had onion on it, so already you, you pushed me away. But uh, but I still, I mean, I really oh, like tried the, the... The, the, lunch, the lunch I had today, you would have hated so bad, because it was just a big mess of tomatoes with olive oil and, like, Greek seasonings on them, and then a bunch of cucumbers, and then almost an entire diced red onion, with some salmon on top. That's not a food. Looks over the salmon. Oh, so good. Grossy O'Donnell. Get it out of here. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. <laughs> oh, God, I can't stand it. Uh, I will not give in to onion propaganda. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan. I don't even like it when I find... Like, if I enjoyed something, like, let's say, like a bowl of soup... And then I go back and I have another bowl of that soup. And then there's onion in the soup and I didn't realize it the first time. I'll pick the onions out this time because now I've also, now I've seen them. Now I know they're in there. 
Yep. You know, they're like, uh, oh, you can't taste it. Well, it's like, well, in this case, they were stewed down to nothing because they're all droopy and everything. Maybe I couldn't. Yep. But I can't stand, like, when people, like, put it on pizza or in a taco or a oh, meatloaf. If you, hard. like, I, I like onions and I will eat them on a great many things. But if you put onions on a pizza... The entire if 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 one square centimeter of onion has touched your pizza, the entire pizza, no matter how big it is, now just tastes like an onion. True story. This is an honest to god true story. Zero embellishment. If um, if three molecules of green pepper got on your pizza, <laughs> your entire pizza is now just a big green pepper. Oh yeah, yeah. Because one time. Uh, my wife and I, my wife, uh, my wife, to, we, we got Pizza Hut and we got like two mediums and then the next day we had it left over and so I always, I, I was always like, God, don't put your pizza in the same container as mine. I don't want your flavor waves contaminating my pizza. And so we're, you know, she's in the kitchen and um, she had to do something. She comes out, she gives me the pizza. I'm eating it. I'm like, man, this, I was like, did you, or did you not, did you ignore me? I said, don't put your pizza in the thing with mine. And she's like, you're fucking with me. <laughs> I was like, what? No, I, I was like, did you put your, you know, did we share, did you put them in the same container? She's like, I had to real quick pick something up and I set my pizza down on top of your pizza like literally just for a second i set it down i picked it up that's it and i was like well there you go science yeah flavor waves can't yep i don't i i will i will eat onion i will eat raw onions especially red onion on just about anything. I will put a little bit of onion on a hamburger. I like that. I will put a little bit of onion in a salad. Great. Uh, onions cooked into soup. Perfect. Onion stuffed inside a turkey to make to flavor it. Great. I'm all about it. Just pizza should be simple. It should be a crust, some good tomato sauce, cheese, and then a huge pile of cured meat. <laughs> yes. That's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Sometimes I feel saucy and I'll put mushrooms on there. Uh, oh sure, mushrooms yeah. on a pizza, fine. Uh, I mean, I've also danced uh, I, I'm... black olives. Oh, black olives on a pizza is great. My favorite pizza is actually bacon, tomatoes, and black olives. That is my favorite pizza. See, I can't, I can't do tomatoes on pizza. I don't know. There's something about the texture on that one because it's like obviously I don't have a problem. Like, if I get a chalupa and there's tomatoes on it, you know, who the fuck cares? You know, I'll eat the... Or either I'll scrape them off or I'll eat them. Depends on how I'm feeling that day. But uh, I don't like tomato on my burger. But see, tomato's the kind of thing... Well, let's say you and I got that pizza. If I pick up the tomato, my pizza's not going to taste like a tomato. No. <laughs> you know. No, because it like it already sort of does because you have a good tomato sauce underneath the cheese. Yeah. So it's so not it's, like, it's, it's not, not a, it's not an obtrusive flavor, but like yeah. a tomato that's been caramelized and like made nice by the pizza oven just has a good distinct flavor to me and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I've uh, I've tried it. It's uh, you know, it's not for me, but uh, you know, to eat their own. That's what I say. Sure. And uh, just just like here's this is pizza advice from Nader from Nader's and Dino. Yeah. If you are ordering pizza for a large gathering, and people want a bunch of crazy vegetables on a pizza, and crazy vegetables in here be read as onions and green peppers, you ignore them. And you you order a cheese pizza because you know who likes a cheese pizza? Literally everybody on earth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know who doesn't? You know who likes a vegetable pizza with a bunch of onions and peppers on it? Like one person at the whole party. Or let's say let's say there were a couple of people. Those people inevitably are the people that eat literally like two slices each. Like there's like right, two, you know, so and then and then, then then you have nine sli- nine to twelve slices of pizza that no one else will fucking eat. No they, will you just have to go. Well, this is for the garbage can now. <laughs> Here you go, Oscar. Yep. <laughs> Enjoy that. Ah, Speaking of which, and I, I probably I probably missed it on the show last week, but goddamn, that SNL parody, like the gritty reboot of Oscar, was so good. I would have watched it. I would have literally gone. Uh, I would. I would watch that movie. Like Keenan Thompson as Tully the pimp yelling at Prairie Dawn, just amazing. No, he was just so up against. He was Oh, that's right. You're right. Because he was like, up against. <laughs> yeah, it was. But yes, uh, you know, Bert and Ernie getting mugged and everything. But just like, yeah, if everyone's gonna treat you like trash, you might as well become trash. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's the that was it was beautifully dark but but yeah well done i mean yeah my uh my 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 impossibly adorable 18 month old niece is super into like my sister mm-hmm. and my my sister and my parents have been doing the lord's work and she's been watching sesame street unpaved so she's like super into the old 70s nice sesame street stuff Nice. And it's great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Once, um, once she gets about, because she's 18 months now, so that's, uh, what, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Once she hits about two and a half, three, that's when you get to show her um, the my two of my favorite sketches of all time, which is um, Cookie Monster Goes to the Library. Oh, mwah. It's <laughs> and, so good. And Kermit the Frog goes to the silks, the T-shirt silkscreen store. store. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, hi, I'm Kermit the Gore. Oh, you're Kermit the Gore. Take your shirt and get out of here. <laughs> all the different <laughs> spellings and all these different monsters come in for their Kermit the different spelling of frog. <laughs> uh, let me see. This gets so mad. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm just cackling about it now. and It's like 38 years old. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, I, also tonight at her treat, I taught my niece how to say, Ah, dang, OB beans, and you ding dong. And she said all three, and it's the best. And, oh, and oopsie doodles. Oopsie doodles. That's a good one. Oopsie doodles. I uh, I saw this one, and uh, this might be a fun one to pull out. No boogers. <laughs> no boogers. 
man. Uh, have her make sure to do a shucks hand when she does. <laughs> boogers. Um, I, uh, I, I I haven't seen it because you're normally, your head is normally blocking it, but I see you also have uh, Bugs' room Hilda as a Funko. Where? Bugs it's right next to uh, it's right next to Doctor Who twelve. Oh th- yeah, this is um, this is what's, what's opera, opera doc? Bugs. Yeah. Yeah, Bugs is Brunhilda. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, that is in my office, and it is a conversation piece. Yep, I have uh, it's Bugs, Alaska, Britney Spears, Kool Aid Man. Alfred Hitchcock, Conan O'Brien, those are some of my Funkos. Uh, you also have Marvin the Martian and uh, Pete Puma, which is yep. pretty freaking rad. Yep, those are my vinyls. Uh, <laughs> I want to. And then, uh, of course, I got uh, this guy here, Powerline. Oh, <laughs> man. Our, our last vacation to Florida, like Chris and I were talking about goof. Goof Troop, or uh, not Goof Troop, listen to me, a Goofy movie. Yes. And and we were, I was like, you know what, the song, the the Powerline song is really fucking good. Oh, yeah. And she was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And then we literally heard Powerline songs the entire time we were on vacation. They played one at the pool at the condo we stay at, and I was like, hell yeah, Powerline. Yeah, I've got a I got a bitchin' Powerline T-shirt, and uh, I wore it to. Is that eye to eye, man? Well, turn it up. <laughs> I went to like I can't remember. Oh, I think I was in Chicago, or or maybe I was in I was somewhere where there was a Disney store, and we went into the Disney store and the. Disney store employees actually stopped me because they wanted to know where I got my Powerline shirt. <laughs> they were like, that shirt is awesome. Where did you get it? And I was like, Meyer, can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, I was really, I was really excited when I found it. Now I actually, I, I now though have been obsessed with buying space jam shirts. Cause for whatever reason that is considered ironically cool. And when I was at Target here on Sunday, they had, um, because I have a Bugs Bunny onesie from Space Jam, and they now have a Tasmanian Devil onesie from Space Jam. And I was like, well, I would like to have a matching set. (laughs) But, yeah. But I was alerted that I did not need it. And, uh, but now you, uh, I'm going to give you a better view of this guy because you were interested in him. There he is. Oh, the IRS slash Microtunda Fonco. Yep. yep. You better make sure you pay your taxes. He's even got the tortoiseshell glasses. And uh, there's also uh, the, the bitchin' blonde look of... Uh, oh, it's so good. The money, you've got the full set of money ink. (laughs) Yes. I got that for my birthday from a friend of the show, Derby. He uh, he got me that, and then he's got, uh, I got a picture 
Um, I'll have to. I think I sent it to the group where it's uh, William Shatner singing Rocket Man. Um, but it's in this like it's in that three still motif with like the wolves. You know, the uh, yeah. shirts you can buy in Mackinac City. And uh, yep. <laughs> the uh, and it's and it's got the moon in the background and everything and that hangs in my bathroom, and then people come out and they're like, "Is that the Rat Pack?" And I'm like, "No, that's William Shatner. It's, it's Shatner. It's fun. It's the Shat while you're yeah. shatting. Yeah, you have Shat while seeing Shatner. Yeah, you've done it all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah friend, friend of the show, Schaefer." Has the uh, has an architectural diagram of the cupola, which is the dome on St. Mark's in Florence or St. Mark's in uh, Rome, and he says it's the cupola, so you can look at the cupola while you pupula. See, see, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's a kind of people come out and they're just like, hey, I was just taking a dump in your bathroom. What the hell is that crazy thing? And then he tells you, and that's why it's called a conversation piece, much like. From Hilda Bugs, you know, you're just like, what is that Bugs Bunny from the opera? And you're like, yeah. And then boom, that's a conversation. So there you go. All right, it's time to prepare for the descent. Yes. Dean Dean. Now, when we prepare for the scent here on the uh, big show, uh, we tell you things that you need to check out in the week to come. Um. Now, it may be a book, it may be uh, a movie, it may be a music video. <laughs> Please, I would, I would love it if somebody on the dais would tell me to check out a music video in the year of our Lord, 2019. I would they don't even, they barely even make those anymore. <laughs> I know, like, I'd be like, hey, you know what, um, check out uh, Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel's music video. Uh, oh, that's key. That's key. Oh, that's key. Um, yeah, you know. So just anything to check out. It's uh, it's kind of fun to see what's out there that you're missing. And uh, so, uh, Dino, uh, what are we checking out in the week to come, my friend? Uh, well, since I missed a couple weeks, I'm gonna give two. Okay, sounds good. Uh, the first is an album. Uh, I've been listening to it like crazy. The past three weeks at work. Um, and the album is called Clayton Park. Uh, and it is by the band Thrush Hermit, which is another Canadian band. I know I recommend Canadian bands like all the time. All the time. But, uh, all the damn time. But uh, this is another Halifax, Nova Scotia 90s band. Uh, and the album Clayton Park is a little more hard rock than most of the stuff I would normally recommend from Canada. But it's so good. So check out the album Clayton Park by the band Thrush Hermit. Uh, and the other one I'm going to recommend is some competition. Oh, no. I'm recommending a podcast. Uh, it's called 372 Pages We Can't Get Back. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, it is it is a book review podcast by Mystery Science Theater 3000 alumnus Mike Nelson and his co-writer from Rift Tracks, Connor Lestoka. So they spend, they do an in-depth like book club style where they review three or four chapters at a time uh, of shitty books, mm. and it is glorious. Uh, the first book they did, they spend eleven episodes talking about it. Is Ready Player One, and they they do some deep dive stuff, and it's very very good. 
Well, so give that give that a check. That's a fun one. Now, is that available on uh, what is it called? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yes, it is. All right. No, yeah, because I I listen to a lot of iHeart stuff, but you can probably find it anywhere. Give that Mike Nelson. I believe I believe it's on. Uh, it's either on Spotify or Pandora too. I don't remember. There which. you go. See. So yeah, there's definitely you can definitely access it there. And also, Clayton Park by Thrush Hermit is definitely available on Spotify. Nice. So you don't have to make a, a deep dive into the old wallet. You don't have to find nope, it. Nope, you don't have to make a deep dive on the wallet. It's also free on YouTube. No, you don't have to drive down to the record store and uh, try to find But you should still, you should still, okay, and this, this, is, this is Dino's pitch from the bottom of his heart. Just ignore how big of a dick the the record store clerk is, and still go to a record store and physically support the media, nope. because that is how that is how small bands make money. Nope. <laughs> just give me a, just being like that fucking dickish about it. Just, like that's your comeback. No. I, I, ideal, ideally, if you can afford it and they tour to where you're near, you should go see bands live because that's how bands really make money. Yes. But. If a band you like is touring, you should try to see them if you can. Go if not, it the, the next yes, the next best thing is to physically buy their album. Go to their merch table and buy a shirt or a hat or whatever they have. You don't have to wear it or you don't have to put it on your car, but you know you're helping support live music. Hey, speaking. Of live performances. Uh, hey Nate, what should we check out this week from your recommendations? This week I'm not performing uh, because this week is the Grand Rapids Improv Festival. Ooh, fun! And I uh, and we're hosting at the Comedy Project. I am not performing because I did not. Uh, I stepped back because I have so many projects going on. Um, that I didn't have time to, I didn't want to try, I didn't want to phone in some bullshit and, uh, you know, look like a chode up there with uh, an improv group I'd never worked with before. But um, all weekend, Thursday, Friday, pardon me, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we are having all over the country, Grand uh, improv groups are coming in and performing, and um, the group Funny Girls, which has a lot of the women who are in the Comedy Project, uh, Funny Girls is in all female written performed um, improv troupe, which is branched out into actually kind of a media because they do short shorts and music and everything else. Um, they're headlining. The Friday night show, um, so I'm, I'm really excited for them there. Um, as video game wise, like I said, uh, check out Outer Worlds. It drops on the Xbox this weekend. Apparently, don't bother checking out WWE 2K20. <laughs> that thing is, man, that thing has gotten panned. I was oh, really... it, it it has absolutely gotten like. Every review basically just said, if you buy this game, crumple it up into a ball and kick it into the toilet. Yeah, it is, uh, I mean, every, like, pretty much since um, 2K took over the license, every complaint every year has always been like, well, they just reskinned the previous year's game. They 
They've just added a couple new people, whatever. And that's just from the diehards in the comments section. This year, the reviews are saying they all they ever do is <laughs> like they're just like literally. All right, look, we've never wanted to bring it up before, but you've literally fixed nothing. And Ukes didn't help at all with this one. They said they would help with um, if they needed to, but they didn't end up calling them to help out. So, like, an already glitchy, buggy <clears throat> system is already glitched, glitchy yeah. buggy. Now, here's, here's what might talk you into buying a Switch. Um, hotly rumored in the N64 emulator that Switch is going to get in 2020... WWF No Mercy. Uh, that would be that would be a silly point. It, it is 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 hotly rumored to be among the N64 games playable. That is the, one of the greatest wrestling games ever made. I um. Uh, one of it is the it is the greatest wrestling game ever made. No, no wrestling game before or since has had more intuitive controls and a better creator wrestler. Uh, I would because my my tie for that is um, here comes the pain. Here comes the pain. Yeah, w- yeah, WWF SmackDown. Here comes the pain was also very good. Yes, but yes, outside of those two titles, yes, <laughs> just like like it's just been a slow, steady decline. Now, however, uh, speaking of the rumor mills, um, AEW looks to be partnering with uh, the with Ukes and rebuild and building a new wrestling franchise around their product. Now that that sounds interesting. That's the case. I would need Cuz Ukes does Fire Pro, right? Uh I don't know if they do Fire Pro still or not, but I mean they were the heyday. That they were here comes the pain. They were the right. engine Cause, that cause built that. My 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 wrestling video game Halcyon days were THQ. Right. Yes. Yes, yeah. THQ wrestling games are quite simply the best wrestling games. But um, yeah, so. Um, oh, sorry. and 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 tertiary. That means third. Check it out. AEW is fucking great. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. I watched the clips, um, you know, and what you know, read the highlights. Uh, I don't know it's, everybody's name. My my favorite <laughs> my favorite thing about AEW is that it is old fashioned southern ass wrestling with a more modern aesthetic because guys do flippy floppy do's um and jim ross good old jr yeah um fucking hates the flippy floppy flues and it shows and he talks about how this is wrestling live on the broadcast and it's fucking tremendous because the other two, the, the other two guys who commentate, uh, Shivani, Tony Shivani, who used to do WCW, has adapted himself to be like, well, this is just what wrestling is now, so I'm calling it like it's wrestling. And Excalibur, who is a luchador who speaks English and is cool, is also a tremendous analyst for wrestling. He like, you remember how in the '90s, like. Jerry the King Waller would say something weird or off kilter and would just get a withering silence yes. from JR or JR would go back to like calling the wrestling match. Yeah. Excalibur does that to JR when JR is a crabby old man. <laughs> crabby old and man. it is fucking great. 
That is, I love so, it. Uh, so, tertiary, check it out. Check out AEW. It is, it is, they have a lot of work to do. It's not a fully formed product yet. It is a work in progress. But I'm very, very happy with it so far. I, I get in on the ground floor. I mean, it's uh, it's got the Rhodes uh, brothers, uh, Dustin Runnels, uh, Cody Rhodes. Yep. Uh, it's got it's got Chris Jericho. Um, um, if you're into that sort of thing, it's got uh, Adrian Neville, who used to be in WWE, uh, going by his new former slash new name Pac, um, which is he's he's very good at wrestling. It's got Kenny Omega, for better or worse, probably the best wrestler on earth. Um, it's got, it's got fading old man, Chris Jericho, who is acting like he's still at the height of his game, which makes him even better than he used to be. It's got everything you want. Um, it's got a seven foot tall Lucha Libre dinosaur. I'm not making that up. That's a real thing that's in it. Um, that's, uh, Luchasaur, right? Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. Yeah. Yeah. He is literally a six foot eight. Lucha Libre dinosaur who hangs out with two of the smallest people you ever saw in your life. Yeah. Jungle Boy and Mark Jungle Boy and Marco stunt. Like I'm I'm an out of shape 39 year old dude, and I could probably pick up Marco stunt and throw him 30 feet. Jungle Boy is actually Luke, the late great Luke Perry's son. Yes. Yeah. Yep, Jack Perry. Yeah, so there you go. Look at all these tie-ins. Pop culture, it's all over the place. Yeah, so lots of lots of stuff to check out. It's a wild world out there. So on behalf of uh, Dino and myself, uh, maybe we'll have uh, Maggie and Eddie back uh, for next week for Halloween. I I, re- I really hope I really hope we have everybody back together because I've got a new thing, a new segment for the show. With honest to God, real world consequences, and I cannot wait. Real world consequences. Oh man, that sounds fun and scary. So, on behalf of Dino and myself, this is Nate saying, "Have a great week, and we'll see you next time."